The great figures of prayer of the Old Covenant before Christ, as well as the Mother of God, the saints, and He Himself, all teach us this. Prayer is a battle. So begins a key section of the fourth part of the Catechism, which is all about prayer. And this particular section is entitled, The Battle of Prayer. You know, both the passage about Moses in our first reading and our Lord's parable in the Gospel today invite us to reflect on this truth, that prayer is, in fact, a battle. Moses is literally in a battle. The people of Israel are defending themselves against the attack of Amalek. And we are told in that first reading that as long as Moses kept his hands raised up in prayer, Israel had the better of the fight. Which teaches us an important spiritual lesson. This battle in the history of Israel teaches us something about our life as followers of Christ. Life lived for the Lord necessarily means battle. That battle is waged, yes, sometimes, maybe oftentimes, against the forces of a secular culture that seems not only unwilling to tolerate Christianity, but often in our day even is on the tack against it. But you know, the more important And the more fundamental battle of the Christian life is the one that rages in the human heart. The battle in each one of us against our own weakness, our tendency to sin, our susceptibility to the wiles of Satan and the other evil spirits who are on the attack to draw us away from Christ. And if we want to succeed to be victors in the battle, Moses teaches us that we have to persevere in prayer. We have to, if you will, keep our hands ever raised up to the Lord. Or to borrow the words of the gospel, we must pray always without becoming weary. Is that what our prayer is like? Is our prayer frequent and persistent, a regular, constant presence throughout our day? Or do we perhaps settle for a mediocre life of prayer? Mass on Sunday, grace before meals, maybe an extra prayer, even a novena when there's something really important that we want God to do for us. But our Lord tells us today that A mediocre life of prayer is is not enough. Prayer has to be persevering, frequent in our lives. So I'd like to propose to you this morning a simple way that we can all grow towards a deep life of prayer. Just one simple step that we can take to move towards this call of the Lord to pray always, towards persevering prayer. St. Paul, in our second reading, wrote to Timothy, All scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for refutation, for correction, and for training in righteousness, so that one who belongs to God may be competent, equipped for every good work. 
Sacred scripture, in other words, is a privileged way of seeking communion with the Lord. All scripture is inspired by God. Elsewhere, St. Paul says that scripture is the word of God is living and effective. That's why the scriptures figure so prominently in Holy Mass, not only in in the readings that we hear every Sunday, but even if if you're really attentive, all of the prayers of the Mass are, are drawn from or inspired by the Word of God in the Bible. So here's my proposal for how we can grow towards this ideal of of persevering prayer, and it's simply this. Set aside a certain amount of time every day. Fifteen minutes, maybe, is a good place to begin if prayer is not a regular habit. Create this space of silence. That in itself is battle enough in our day, is it not? Finding silence. But step aside, find a place where you can move out of the noise Enter into the silence and take the gospel reading for Mass that day. Every single day, not just Sunday, but every day, the church proposes to us a gospel reading that's read in the sacred liturgy. There's apps that you can find for your phone or you can find the gospel on the website of the U.S. bishops. In our bulletin, the the readings throughout the week are listed and you can look them up in, in your Bible. But take the gospel for the day and after quieting yourself, Read the gospel slowly and ponder its meaning. Question the word of God out of faith, asking, what do you desire to say to me, Lord, through your inspired word today? Or ask yourself, what words strike me, stand out to me as as I read the word of God here? And why? How do they apply to my life? What about them moves me? The Lord speaks very personally to us through the words of Scripture. So then after pondering the meaning, speak directly to the Lord. Maybe offer a prayer of praise or adoration, or maybe the Scripture inspires some particular petition that you desire to address to the Lord, or a prayer of repentance and contrition. And then pause in order to listen in your heart to the Lord speaking there in the depths of your being. And if you're drawn into a place of of just rest and peace, remain there for as long as you're able. And then if you grow distracted, go back to the gospel text and read and ponder and pray and contemplate again. What I'm describing is the ancient practice of Lexio Divina, praying with the sacred scriptures. And here's the key. This is the key message of the readings today. Do that every day. Some days you won't feel like it. Some days your thoughts will be all over the place. Some days it will feel like a waste of time. Prayer is a battle. But do it anyway. Pray always without growing weary. Because here's what will happen. If we persevere in a deep prayer like that, and maybe over time that 15 minutes grows to a half hour, an hour of prayer, what will happen little by little is we will be trained in righteousness. 
will be equipped for every good work. And most importantly, when the Son of Man comes looking for faith on earth, he'll find it in your heart. You see, this is what perseverance in prayer ultimately does. Our lives may not get any easier. We may not get what we want. God might call us to difficult things. We'll experience the cross. But an easy life and getting what I want is not the point of prayer. The point of prayer is this training in righteousness, this growth of faith, hope, and love in my heart which often is the fruit precisely of my perseverance, even when prayer is a battle. Little by little, our hearts, our hearts steeped in the word of God become more and more like the heart of Christ, and we become saints. And that, my friends, is the prayer that is always answered by God. Lord, make me a saint. He will never refuse to grant that prayer, because that's his will for each of us. I'd like to conclude by quoting St. Teresa of Avila. She was a 16th century doctor of the church and one of the greatest teachers of prayer history has ever known, and her feast day happened to be yesterday. Prayer, she says, is nothing else than a close sharing between friends. It means taking time frequently to be alone with him who we know loves us. So let us be resolved to take time frequently every day to be alone with him who we know loves us. If we do, we can say with confidence to Jesus, yes, Lord, when the Son of Man comes, he will find faith on the earth. You'll find it here in my heart, the heart of your friend who has taken time frequently to be alone with you. St. Patrick.